We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, y'all? It's Drewski, and I've teamed up with Mountain Dew to produce a hilarious new basketball podcast called The Dew Zone with Drewski. Learn the backstories of your favorite ballers and celebrities like Jamal Murray. Did you have, like, a favorite team? Was it the Raptors at the time or no? Was the Raptors even started around that time? Come on, bro. I ain't that old, fam. <laughs> You're talking like I'm 50. Taylor Rooks, Asia Wilson, and many more. You won't want to miss this. Listen to The Do Zone with Drewski on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Support for this podcast comes from Wild Turkey Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Let's tune in to their one-on-one with Jamal, a real bartender from Old Fourth Ward in Atlanta. I really get into the backstory of whatever I'm pouring. Out of respect, there are literally years of experience behind these bottles. Wild Turkey, same recipe since 1942. If you want a true classic, this is what you want to order. Wild Turkey. Wild Turkey Distilling Company, Lawrenceburg, Kentucky. Copyright 2020, Campari, America, New York, New York. Never compromise, drink responsibly. They're going to kill the love of my life. Daisy! If I don't go back to what I was doing. This Friday. Our line of work is quite brutal and quite ruthless. How far would you go for love? You steal truck, bring it to me. Then you make your money. Is it dangerous? Of course it's dangerous! Nicholas Holt, Felicity Jones, with Ben Kingsley and Anthony Hopkins. All this trouble, all this pain, for love. Collide, in theaters Friday. Rated PG-13, may be inappropriate for children under 13. Welcome to the Rotowire Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by DraftKings.com. I'm Shannon McEwen, hosting from Rotowire HQ. And alongside me, uh, remotely alongside me at least, is Ken K Train Kreitz. <laughs> Ken is calling in from Vermont. Hello, Shannon. I hear you got the fever for the flavor. And happy Friday. Happy fi- Friday, brother. How you doing? I am fantastic. Am I the Steve Ballmer to your Mark Cuban? I suppose I'll. I'll I would be okay being either. Um, they, they both. <laughs> right. They both have plenty of money. So I, I Staples like. Center. You know they played each other last night, and Staples Center put them on the kiss cam. 
uh, last night, which I thought with the whole DeAndre Jordan mess was hysterical and well played by by the Staples Center folks. That's actually a recurring dream of mine. Um, so <laughs> Spooning with Steve Ballmer and Mark Cuban, that's quite the man sandwich, McDaly. I, mm. I, I, <laughs> anyway, the Rotowire Fantasy Basketball Podcast is now available on iTunes and Stitcher, so please subscribe, review us, and don't forget to share us with others via all that wacky social media. Tonight is night number four in the young NBA season. Today we're going over the recent news, sharing some thoughts for tonight's NBA slated games on DraftKings. We'll also review uh, last year's top five value players on DraftKings and how things might change for them this year. Uh, and hey, for future shows, if you have specific topics, our beloved listeners, uh, that you'd like us to cover, by all means, please send them our way via Twitter. Uh, send it to us at, at RotoShannon or and or at Ken Kreitz. Um, and with that said, now let's hear from our sponsor. Fantasy basketball is blowing up on DraftKings. Go to DraftKings.com now and enter promo code ROTOHOOPS, R-O-T-O-H-O-O-P-S, to play free with your first deposit. DraftKings is running NFL right now. You've got the Millionaire Maker. And Fantasy Hoops is now going strong. Um, they've got a bunch of big contests running tonight, Friday. And Wednesday is their their big night, at least it was this week and next week, where they have a top prize of 100 k uh, Make sure you get into those contests. It's great fun. Well done, sir. That is promo code ROTOHOOPS, R-O-T-O HOOPS, for free entry now with your first deposit at DraftKings.com. This isn't fantasy as usual. This is DraftKings. Welcome to the big time. You're big time, Ken. I love that. <laughs> I love that we have you doing the 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 important parts of that read. Um, Voiceover work—that's a dream job, you know. Just sit in a sound booth and say, "In a world where blah 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 blah." You could anyway, do it. I think you someday. can do it. You've got a yeah, nice, that's the dream. You've got a nice uh, a voice for radio and a face for TV. <laughs> I have both for radio, I think, sir. Anyway, let's <laughs> cut to our news. Um, news out of your homeland, brother, in good old Detroit. Jody Meeks is unfortunately out indefinitely with a broken foot. McDaly, the Pistons are your team. Does this solve the what to do with Brandon Jennings problem? Jennings, of course, not back until mid-December. <clears throat> Well, Stan Van Gundy already has announced that Reggie Bullock will fill in for Meek's bench roll. I forgot Reggie Bullock was on the team. Um, <laughs> Me too. Me so too. that was a surprise. Uh, I also expect Stanley Johnson to get more run in the short term. Um, he's not really a shooting guard, but you could run. You can run him and KCP together. Um, you can make it work. I, I think he can play. He can log some minutes at shooting guard. Um, but but really with Jennings, here's the thing. I mean, he's not gonna he's not gonna return until around Christmas. <sighs> Meeks is probably gonna be back by that time. And really with Jennings, it was a serious injury. I'm not sure he's gonna be at full speed until a couple months after that. The, he's in a contract year. He hasn't been all that great with the Pistons. He's not Stan Van Gundy's guy. That guy is Reggie Jackson. They signed him to a huge contract. I'm just. I would be really surprised if Jennings has any kind of value in in standard sized leagues. Deeper formats, sure, but even then, it's not going to be till January. 
Well, and great point about uh, Jennings is a leftover from the old regime and somebody that if, if Stan could move, I'm sure he would, but uh, we'll see. That expiring contract means, you know, it's much more likely they would be able to move him than if he was signed through next year, for instance. Beautiful, beautiful. Good insights. All right, word out of L.A., sir. Maybe, and this might be uh, news of the obvious, but the Lakers are saying they want to play D'Angelo Russell more at the point guard and Jordan Clarkson more at shooting guard. Uh, all these moves possible because, of course, they moved Kobe Bryant down to small forward. Is this really a surprise to you, sir? No, it's not a surprise. And really, that's more of their natural fit. Russell is the point guard. Um, Clarkson did good last season when he was filling in as point guard kind of I mean he was basically forced into a role that no one expect him to, expected him to have and he did great with it uh, but he's he, to me he's more of a combo guard he's not a pure point guard uh, Russell is that pure point guard the problem with Russell is he's just so extremely raw right now he's, he's having trouble on defense uh, he's having trouble creating his own offense making shots I just I don't believe in Russell this year I think You've got guys when you've got guys like Clarkson, Lou Williams, Nick Young, and of course Kobe Bryant. I'm just having a hard time believing Clark. Um, sorry, Russell will have enough control of the offense and be commanding the ball for long enough stints to really be a, a, a super productive rookie. I, I don't have him in my top five for rookies this year. Mm, interesting. Who do you think has more turnovers this year? Emmanuel Mudet, who had, and I'm probably mispronouncing that as usual, but uh, he had 11 in his first game, or uh, fellow rookie Russell? I go with Mudet. I think it's Mudet. Mudet. Yeah, that's, that does sound better. <clears throat> um, so I'd go with Mudet. He's one because he is going to be running the show. Um, at, he doesn't have a Kobe Bryant or Lou Williams or Clarkson to share the ball with in Denver. Yeah. Uh, So he's going to have complete command of the basketball. He's going to be running that offense. Um, I don't think we're going to see him turn the ball over uh, double digits every every game, but uh, he will have (laughs) he will have more turnovers and more everything else than uh, D'Angelo Russell. Yeah, you're right in that. uh, Certainly, Jameer Nelson not going to push Moutier for minutes too much. Uh, I I like that analysis, sir. All right, then uh, we had some sleeper love blowing up on Wednesday. Uh, with big-time sleeper darling C.J. McCollum scoring 37 versus uh, New Orleans, the injured Pelicans. And then uh, Ricky Rubio also blew up a 28 points uh, in the opening uh, game against the Lakers. Can this possibly continue for these two guys? Yeah, both both players poured in over 50 points uh, on DraftKings on, on Wednesday night, and I was lucky enough to have both in the same lineup. Ooh, well um, played, sir. With Paul George and a couple other guys that did good. It was um, like 340 fantasy points. That's It was a good lineup. It was, it was one of my better lineups and, and a nice way to open the season. Uh, it bankrolled me for, for probably the first month, so... Happy about that. Um, with with McCollum, I, I've made my feelings known about this guy since the playoffs last year. Uh, he really exploded in the postseason, um, going up against like he was going up against Tony Allen, and he was dropping over twenty points a game. He was amazing in that playoff series last year, and and really, I think this is no, we're not going to expect him to hit like six, you know. Get, hit six threes or hit, hit eight of his first nine shots and score over, like 28 points in the first quarter, 55 <laughs> yeah. fantasy points. He, no, he's not going to do that every game. But he is a legit scorer. He can get to the rim. 
He's got a nice mid-range J, and of course, he can hit the threes. I'm expecting big, big things from him. Um, he's he's already a top 100 fantasy player. Uh, the good chance that he could be a top 50 guy. I mean, you look at the the person who he's replacing in Portland, Wes Matthews. I, w- I wouldn't be surprised if he has comparable value to what Wes Matthews has held the past few years, and he's been a really good fantasy player. Mm, does he eat it? does he have the steals Matthews had? Matthews was always a nice steal source. Is- yeah, Matthews was always good steals and threes combo with like 15, 16 points. Um, I, don't, I don't think McComb will necessarily get as many steals, but he's going to have probably more assists. So that's kind of where it would even out. Got it, got it. Um all right, sir. Very, very good. Um, let's, let's let's touch on Rubio. Um, oh yes. Did you watch? Sorry. Did you watch that uh, L.A. Minnesota game at all? I saw uh, highlights, and certainly uh, I saw some of the Flip Saunders nice things they did in Staples Centers for that. But I did not get to catch as much of that game as I wanted to. I get I get about three hours a night where, if I choose, I can watch basketball. So. That usually means I have to settle on one game. Um, I, I, you and I have talked about this in the past. I'd said Minnesota is going to be one of my favorite teams to watch. Mm-hmm. So I went with the Minnesota-LA game as my, my prime watching. Caught the end of a couple others. But um, it didn't – no, I mean, Rubio was just amazing. You know, he was shooting lights out, 28 points, which I believe is a career high. And he also had like 14 dimes, 13 dimes. So really great, really great game from him. Um, the, the one issue here is I think everybody's starting to get excited. You know, Rubio can actually shoot. He's, he was, hitting, <laughs> he, he was hitting jump shots. I, I'm not buying it. You've got to look at the opponent. The Lakers are terrible on defense, uh, opposing point guards in particular, just feasted on them last year. I think it's going to be more of the same this year because Russell, mm-hmm. Russell, as we mentioned, really struggles on D Clarkson, uh, does the same Kobe's an old bastard. I don't expect him. <laughs> I don't expect him to be great on defense. So it, for 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 the games he actually plays in this year, we'll yeah, see exactly. He, so, uh, games he goes. So no, Rubio. I'm not buying Rubio shooting stroke. It looked better. It it passed the eyeball test, or it looked like okay, yeah, he yeah. he looks better. But it's I really do believe it was all about opponent. Um, yeah, and frankly, if Rubio's shooting can just get to serviceable, that yes. would be a major yes. improvement. The T Wolves would be loving life. But uh, I think I hear you in that the real observation is here on DraftKings. You want to look at point guards facing the Lakers because that's not with Russell and Clarkson, too. Those are two short guards as far as trying to D up, um, you know, tough, particularly outside shooting uh, guards. Uh, yeah, yeah that, that defense is going to be a problem. And, and DraftKings vets, guys who have been playing on the site a while, probably know that. You know, if you played last season, you know to target the Lakers. I mean, Zach Levine, when mm. when Ruby was out last year, Zach Levine went off for over forty fantasy points one night. I remember. I think he scored a career high thirty points uh, against the Lakers. They're they're the team you always target them target point guards against. All right, all right, good point. Uh, and I I did get to catch some of that Spurs game. Um, <clears throat> what'd you think of that first Lamarcus Aldridge showing? Yeah, so with Rubio, I'm not buying the breakout, and then and this is the other side of the coin, right? Lamarcus Aldridge, he he, he had a bad game. Um, he just he, it's going to take him a while to fit in with Spurs. Mm, he, he managed absolutely. he managed what 11 points, five rebounds, um, and and Kawhi Leonard was kind of like the focal was point. Going off, yeah, Kawhi he, was going off, just amazing that night. <laughs> so 
it's that's not the Aldridge we're going to see this season. It's it might take a few games, maybe even a few weeks, for him yeah. to really like come into his own as a spur and be more of the player we we've seen in Portland for the past handful of years. Um, but I'm buying that that player will eventually show up. So exactly, I, here's I, my my Lamarcus Aldridge view is like in my one league from my, my grad school buddies. It's a season long league. He has a very impatient owner. I'm gonna I'm gonna lowball for Aldridge late November, early December, knowing that uh, that uh, that owner's a little impatient because I expect a nice second half for Lamarcus once yeah they know how to work that offense well once he knows how to fit in. But yeah, it's gonna be a rocky first couple of months for Aldridge. To- I, yeah, I totally agree with you there. I will buy low on him all day long. Um, conversely, Rub- Ricky Rubio, if I own him anywhere, I don't. Um, but if I did own him anywhere, if I could get a top 20 player for him after that, that game one, I would shop him around too. Shop him now. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, sir. Well, hey, let's uh, move on to tonight's slate of games on DraftKings. Uh, you know, let's go through a few guys at each position. Um, for me, it always starts with point guard. Uh, who are you targeting a point guard tonight? Well, we talked about this guy a little bit, uh, Moutier. He, he's only 5,700 on DraftKings tonight. You know, if it weren't for those 11 turnovers, he would have had a monster debut. Um, he's got the solid matchup at home. Those first game jitters are gone, so I expect to see a lot of improvements in game two. And, and those turnovers are going to come down. If he, if he even gets that down to like seven turnovers, which is still an astronomical number, um, but he's putting 17, 18 points, 9, 10 assists, some rebounds, steals. That's going to be a great game, especially for somebody priced at fifty seven hundred. Do you is that a player you would you'd be comfortable playing? Uh, I think so. I think so. I'm I'm always a little shy on the rookies just because things are so erratic. But uh, I think I actually lean towards uh, I kind of lean towards Ty Lawson a little. Uh, tough matchup at home, but his his price is only going to skyrocket once he knows how to play well with the rest of the Rockets. Um, but what do you think of Lawson? I love I love Lawson. Fifty six hundred, so he's right there at that same price range. Basically, if if you don't like Moutier, like Ken, you can plug in Ty Lawson for the same price. Um, I still look at Ty Lawson. He he kind of falls in that Lamarcus category where new team. He's working out all the kinks. Uh, eventually, it's going to get better. He had some good moments with with James Harden in the preseason. So I I think. The transition's going to happen soon. It's not gonna. It's not gonna be a long time, and you know, for him, for the real Ty Lawson to show up. So he's still a top ten, top fifteen point guard, but he's coming in at a massive discount. Yeah, really cheap at fifty six hundred, and love the fact that you know, I like playing guys, anyone who's facing the Warriors, just because you know it's going to be a fast paced game. It's going to be a lot of shots. That certainly plays to Ty Lawson's strength. So uh, I expect to see. A uh, very high-scoring game, uh, Warriors-Rockets tonight. And, uh, yeah, Lawson at 5,600 sounds great. Um, I also believe you've got some interest in someone up here in my neck of the woods, uh, one of the youngsters for the Celtics. Yeah, this is one of your boys. Marcus Smart, uh, you got a sophomore guy, right? Sophomore campaign. Mm-hmm. He, mm-hmm. He's the cheapest of these uh, point guards we're talking about. He's only 4,700. He had a 30-point fantasy outing in the first game of the season. I expect those improvements to come throughout the year. Um, I was really high on him, on him coming into last year and, and the draft and whatnot. So 
I remain high. I mean, he he wasn't he wasn't a great uh, point per game producer, but he gets enough steals. Mm -hmm. You know, he hits some threes, rebounds, assists. That it adds up. I, mean, I, I see Stevens giving Smart and Bradley uh, some nice minutes tonight when they try, you know, because those two are the defensive stoppers as they try to slow down Kyle Lowry uh, facing Toronto in Boston tonight. I, yeah, I think Smart's going to get a lot of minutes. He may foul out, but uh, I think he's going to get a lot of minutes. I think uh, he, you know, his outside shot is developing. Uh, so certainly at 4,700, a nice cheap flyer there. So you can get some premium guys at other positions. And, uh, yeah, I like that option a lot. I like yeah. that option a lot. And, and of course the worry with, with, uh, smart is always going to be Isaiah Thomas, but they play enough on the court together as well that it's not going to like smart's going to be a lock for 28 to 32 minutes mm -hmm. a game, assuming no foul trouble. So I, I like him a lot at that price. Um, you know, the one, the one thing I want to talk about about, about point guards, because we mentioned this earlier, is I always said target point guards against the Lakers. Um, well, the Lakers are playing Sacramento tonight, and I'm just not high enough on Rondo or Darren Collison. I, I don't, yeah. I can't, I can't do it's gonna it. Going to be messy for a while. I mean, gonna... maybe Rondo. I just don't see Rondo getting enough shots, and and of course, like his, his effectiveness when he does take shots. I, yeah. It's not. I don't think it's going to be there. So I'm. I'm. If I was in a, if I was in a fantasy like bench fights league, I would take Carl and Rondo with some early picks. I see that <laughs> being maybe the first explosion of the year. Right. But right. I hear you trying to guess between Rondo and Collision and who's going to get to control the ball or the major minutes. Collision actually, I think, got more minutes than him in the opening night. But coming off the bench, uh, who knows how that's going to play out? That's going to get. That's going to be ugly for a while. Um, all right, let's move on to shooting guard. I see you've got an affection for a very old Laker player uh, in tonight's lineup. Yeah, so this applies. This applies purely on DraftKings for for whatever reason. Kobe Bryant is is way cheaper on DraftKings than he is on other sites. He's only sixty eight hundred. He was only sixty four hundred for Wednesday night. So I had him in on a lot of lineups. Um, he ended he ended up scoring about thirty fantasy points that night. And I expect more of the same. I mean, they do have they have a minutes cap on them. I, I don't mm -hmm. think they want to play them more than like thirty minutes a game. But with Kobe, gonna get his shots. Yeah, exactly. That just means he's going to come out there and he's going to fire away. He's going to get his shots. If as long as he's healthy and playing, I expect him to be about a thirty point per game fantasy performer. And you know, even last year when he did play, he was averaging like forty fantasy points a game on DraftKings. So mm -hmm. if he's coming in under seven grand, I think that's a really good value. He, he could be in a wheelchair out there. He'd get 15 attempts. <clears throat> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> now, I would try to think of someone. If Kobe Bryant is your super flashy, huge name guy at shooting guard, uh, I'm trying to think who would be the absolute opposite of that as far as big names go that are available in DraftKings. And I think Gary Harris at Denver fits that requirement, and he certainly is awfully cheap. What, what do you think about him as a discount play? Gary Harris just—it doesn't even sound like a basketball name. It's like, the, <laughs> you know, it's like the name of of the janitor at your elementary school. I was thinking insurance sales, but I'll that, go janitor. No, that yeah. works too. Any that's the thing, like any profession you pick that's not a basketball player or professional basketball player is the correct answer. So that that's, that works perfectly. But Gary Harris, yes, I love him tonight. He is half the price of Kobe Bryant, 3,400. Uh, he only scored five points in the opener, 
but still managed 27 fantasy points. He he got a bunch of re, five, like five assists, five rebounds, three steals. That's the type of player he is. He's gonna he's not gonna dominate. He's not gonna go out there and score 25 points, but he's gonna get enough contributions in in every category that it's gonna end up being a solid fantasy point total. And if you're the young Nuggets in big rebuilding mode do you give minutes to gary harris or do you give it to aging randy foy i think that's a no-brainer in fact i don't even know why they're giving foy minutes over will martin play the kids see what you got totally Uh, agree you are not gonna make the playoffs in the western conference this year get harris and barton out there and if you can deal randy foy for a late second round pick or even a bag of balls you make that trade all right, the one other point guard I like, and he is one of the more expensive point guards, uh, is Jimmy Butler. He's seventy six hundred. That's shooting. Of, you mean yeah? Shooting I, guard. Oh, I'm sorry, shooting guards. Um, Jimmy Butler's seventy six hundred. He's I I would put his value at about eighty five hundred. So that just and means, averaging about eighty minutes a game, I think. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And he's going to get tons of minutes. I mean, the dude he was playing like I know he had a he had a po- uh, preseason game where he played like forty minutes. And they and they had a game the next day, like it was the first game of a back to back set. And then he played the next day too. So it's just insane. I mean, it doesn't matter that Thibs is no longer there. Jimmy Butler is still gonna get hella run. And yeah. at seventy six hundred, I love him at that price. Well, Butler is exactly the kind of reason you play a Gary Harris or a Marcus Smart. Uh you know, so you can afford money in the bank from a Jimmy Butler type. Exactly. Um, now who else, uh, let's move on to small forward. Uh, as we discussed in the prior podcast, here comes the rooster, baby. Who do you like at small forward? Yeah. So I, excuse me, excuse me. Um, I don't know if we have cough buttons, but I need to figure (laughs) that out. So just, uh, listeners, you're going to have to deal with the coughs until I figure out how to use the soundboard a little bit better. Um, (laughs) so we've got, Gallinari, 6,800. He went off in the first game of the season. The other small forward I like, Otto Porter at 4,800. Now, you know these names, they're going to be familiar to anyone who listened to the preseason episodes. When you have guys like Otto Porter, Gallinari, I mean, hell, we even talked a little bit about Moudier. Um, the, all of these players were sleepers, right? And we're still early enough in the season that their values are still low on DraftKings. So Forty eight hundred for Porter. That's great. It's a great price for him. Um, I think he's better than a lot of guys who are two thousand dollars more expensive. Um, Gallinari, everyone expected him to kind of take a leap this year, or at least bounce back to what he was before the recent injury troubles. Um, there's really he's the go to scorer in Denver now. So I, especially Wilson Chandler's out right now. He's not going to be below seven thousand dollars for long. That's no, for sure. No, I mean, he's, I, he's their bona fide leading scorer. They're going to let him take as many shots as you want. Plus, he, uh, you know, we talk about the love for guys that hit threes and block shots. That is the rooster, baby. He's going to be – he'll be $1,000 more expensive when we have our next episode. Um, Ooh, one week? Yep. Nice. Yeah. He's got to get, on, get in on him now. Um, so Porter, Gallinari, one guy who I didn't list, um, who we haven't really discussed yet, but He's questionable, or he's questionable for tonight officially, but he's he's going to play. He just 
Joe Johnson. He sat out yesterday's practice for rest. Old man Joe Johnson. Joe, Joe Johnson, I don't feel like he got enough hype um, this preseason. He, well, he's so painful to watch. I know. I so play after I so play. But certainly for draft games, <clears throat> that's good. Like Kobe, we'll get his shots. I'm not, I'm not a fan of Joe Johnson, right? I don't like watching the guy play, as you mentioned. But he's cheap right now in DraftKings. Mm-hmm. They don't have Darren Williams. There's, there's no one. I mean, you've got Brooke Lopez is going to be their go-to scoring option. But mm-hmm. other than Lopez, to me, it's, it's Joe Johnson. He's going to get a lot of shots. I mean, yeah, Thad Young, Jared Jack, whatever. Joe how, Johnson's going to get tons of shots. I, I Agreed. Agreed. How doomed is that Nets that net squad like it, what is their future oh they don't have one they don't have draft picks um you know they everyone's old they you, don't have youth hopefully oh. you know the one thing i would say is joe johnson's contract comes off the books soon and maybe not after this season but the season after i forget which which one um but that's the one good thing they have is they're gonna have tons of money eventually and they will be able to bring people into brooklyn so yeah, that's yeah. that's one thing. Well, and I guess you hang all your hopes on Hollis Jefferson. <clears throat> Hopefully, he explodes like some people are predicting. But uh, yeah, I would not want to be a Brooklyn Nets fan. That's for darn sure. All right, sir. Well, let's let's move on to uh, power forward. Uh, you already discussed Aldridge, um, who uh, I think you like tonight. Um, but uh, talk about the other the other cheaper options. Your 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 game on. Sure, forward. sure. Yeah, with Aldridge, I like him. <clears throat> Again, excuse me. My, I'm sorry about that. Um, Aldridge, he's like uh, 7,400. Massive, massive discount on DraftKings. Um, that's this guy is usually over nine grand. So all of last season, he might not be a nine grand player this year on the Spurs, but I still think he's about eight and a half thousand. Um, so massive discount there. Love it. Uh, we've got Randall in LA. Um, you know, it's basically his rookie season, right? He had to sit out all of last year after uh, injury, breaking his leg. So he's only 5,200. He had a double-double in his uh, season debut. So I'm really – I like him a lot. Uh, Sacramento and L.A., I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. Both teams aren't very good at defense. So give me Randall all day long. And then my cheap option at power forward, mm-hmm. Marvin Williams, who falls in – Starter Marvin Williams. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Marvin Williams is uh, falls into the Joe Johnson camp for me. Like he's a player I hate watching. Um, don't like him at all as a player. Don't think he's. Don't think this is necessarily going to last. But he's starting for. He's starting for Charlotte right now, and he played almost forty minutes in the opener. Um, he's not going to get his point. His fancy point per minute total is not going to be great. But whenever someone's playing thirty five plus minutes, that's just. That's you don't need a good point per minute clip. You're gonna just by by default you're on the court, so you're gonna rack up fancy points. He's only thirty five hundred. Um, that's just a massive massive discount for someone who plays that many minutes. So I don't oh, I, lo- I don't and like you wonder, him. Why, you wonder why the Hornets can't develop young power forwards and have drafted three in a row. Two words. Marvin Williams. Exactly. <laughs> you know, I mean, I love him as a daily play because they do give him crazy minutes, but I hate the fact that the Hornets give Marvin Williams crazy minutes. You know, yeah. there's no no future in Marvin Williams. Now, they're a little more of a playoff contender in the weak east. I get that the <clears> Hornets <throat> have, you know, ugly history and they need to make more of a playoff push. 
But man, why draft power forwards and you know and have Marvin Williams on your roster? That's Frank Frank Kaminsky uh, deserves you know Frank the Tank. Get him on the court. It'll happen. It'll happen eventually. Marvin Williams will fade. It's just uh, right now, as long as he's getting the minutes, if he's if he's playing thirty five minutes. You're talking about you know 25 fantasy points or so. Oh, at 3,500. Yeah. Oh, yeah. from a di- from a DraftKings standpoint, no brainer. Love playing Marvel Williams. Great call. Great call. <clears throat> All right, and then let's move on to your painfully obvious man crushes at center. I could have etched this name in stone three days ago, but go ahead and give us your bargain deal of the week at uh, center again, guys. We talked about in the preseason. So we got Myers Leonard at 4,500. His teammate Mason Plumley at fifty four hundred. Um, Leonard, Leonard's gonna do about what he did in the opener. I think you know he had about a double, close to double double. Did he hit two or one or two threes? I think he, he hit two threes. Um, he had a block and a steal. About you know uh, twelve, fourteen points, eight, seven or eight rebounds. That's about what he's gonna do. Uh, that type of production at forty five hundred is pretty fabulous price. Uh, and also, I that's that's one of the games I watched um, and Myers Leonard, he, his, he missed his first five shots and he was wide open on all five of them. Uh, three <laughs> of which were three pointers. And those, those three, those three pointers he was missing. They were barely, they were like back in, you know, back of the rim, almost down. And, and he was just off. He was, just took him a little bit longer to find his groove and he didn't start hitting shots until the second quarter. But He's going to have nights. I mean, that debut could have easily have been twenty, you know, twenty-two points with seven or eight rebounds. So was, I, I can't figure out why Leonard is nine hundred dollars cheaper than Mason Plumley. Plumley worries me <laughs> with Ed Davis. Well, that, that's I mean, I, there's enough minutes for all three of them, but Plumley, why he's more expensive than Leonard? I don't get that. I don't. I don't really get it either. I mean, the most the most likely reason is because Plumley actually contributed in daily fantasy a little bit last year um you know when he was with the nets especially when lopez was injured um Mm. plumley was he was a double 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 guy he was good when he was getting the run um the thing about plumley that i love is and having watched the first game of the season i noticed this is is that he still had an okay game game but like he dealt with foul trouble all night long so some people will see the minutes that ed davis got um they'll see at how productive Ed Davis was in those minutes, and they'll think, oh, he got more run than Plumley because he's better in Plumley. That's not true. He got more run, or he got that run because Plumley was in foul trouble. If Plumley wasn't in foul trouble, he got yanked twice in the game because of foul trouble. He would have had another six six minutes of run and more produ- more production. So I expect Plumley to show improvements in game two here. You know, I like that in that uh the Re- the, the usually we would overreact on one game. You're actually showing some patience. Nice. I'm not a patient man, if you ask my wife. So. <laughs> I will ask Katie. I will ask her about that. All right, let's. Uh, so excellent advice for tonight's slate of games. Uh, as always, McDaly, nice job. Um, did you see though, sir, over the past weekend that DraftKings published not just their top five fantasy point players uh, uh, from last year at every position, but they also did a top five average value players, guys who provided the most points per thousand dollars of salary on average throughout the last season. Hmm. And to me, it's those value guys that are a little more important. Uh, anyway, they listed five guys. Can you Shannon guess 
don't look. Can you guess at any of the five players uh, our friends at DraftKings uh, published as their top five values? So these were like top five average value players. So like probably. And this is not an opinion. This is purely statistical on performance last year, fantasy points versus salaries they were at last year. Uh, who provided the most value, the most production? All right, $1, man. Specific specific names are gonna be tough, but I would say we're probably looking at some young players. So you've got you've probably got a rookie or two on the list. Um, yeah, they they start the season at a lower salary yeah. than than what they'll be if they end up performing well. Um, other I'd say it's guys, a healthy mix, age wise. Healthy mix. Okay, and then other guys would be. Hi, they're guys who didn't start all year and maybe got uh, mm, got definitely. a boost after an injury, or yeah. or guys who were good good bench players, so like six man of the year type players, because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. those guys they're never going to increase in value too much because you know they'll have one big game where they score twenty five points, hit a few three pointers. And then the next couple games, they don't do much. Uh, the so minutes you, so you're, spot, you're, you're spot on with all that logic. But get, guess me a player or two, and then we'll read hmm. Not Isaiah Thomas, has, he's the six-man type, and he won the award last year. But I, I think he, he was close, but he did not crack the top five. Okay. Mm, rookies. Um, One I, rookie on the list. Who, well, is, who, the hell, who the hell? Who won rookie of the year? Andrew Wiggins? Yes. Okay, I'm not going. I want you I'm, to think hairstyle. I'm not think going. Awesome hair. Okay. Um, Last year's rookies, awesome hair. You've got. I'm thinking values. I play. I draft kings every day, so I've got a. I almost probably have their salary caps memorized from last year. Uh, it's got to be Alfred Payton. That's right. Dave. <laughs> yes. Um, oh, the hair. Come on, the hair. Quit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah of course. Of course. I needed the help. So. <laughs> All right. So there's one. Do you want me to go through the other five? Or you want to guess any one more? No, go. Yeah, run through the names really quick. All right. So Lou Williams, that's your six-man you know, logic there. Okay. Obviously, you know, very rarely getting a start. Um, and with the Raptors last year. Langston Galloway, another guy no one knew at the beginning of the season, but went on to be very productive. Uh, Evan Turner of the Celtics, someone that was, you know, um, not expected to do too much and wound up being a consistent uh, provider for the Celtics. And another Celtic. Uh, Tyler Zeller, uh, also the C's. Um, so, and then of course Peyton. So those were your five on average highest value players for, uh, the Celtics. I'm not for the Celtics for DraftKings. And I'm trying to think, are these guys values this year? And, um, a lot, in a lot of ways it still applies, right? So Lou Williams, um, I think could be the same scenario. Uh, certainly Turner, Zeller, they're all in the mix for minutes, but you never really know the, uh, the shuffle there in the Celtics Mm. and Peyton is probably going to be, get on the radar more and more. So, yeah, I mean, these guys are all going to go or Peyton's going to go up in value. He's already, he go down in value because he's going to cost more. Um, so I don't expect to see his name on this list. Um, in place of him, we would have someone like, like Moudier, right? Um, Mm -hmm. it's going to be a rookie. Moudier is cheap enough that. I really think it's going to be that's who it's going to be um, with a guy like let's go Evan Turner and Tyler Zeller. I'm going to like Evan Turner. It's because he started all year for Boston. He had some inconsistencies. Um, hmm. I, 
I'm going to skip Tyler Zeller and Evan Turner. I'm going to go with the actually you know who who it's going to be it's going to be like it's going to be their teammate it's going to be Marcus Smart I think he's going to be a guy like that mm-hmm. yeah because Zeller course. Zeller and Turner are still young enough like they kind of hey you know it wasn't their sophomore year well and Turner's mm-hmm. definitely losing minutes <clears throat> to Jay Crowder this yes. year for yes. sure and Jay Crowder he's another guy who could be on this list he might he might be too expensive yeah I, I like um, having yeah and yeah. Zeller's Zeller also with Johnson and Lee coming on board. Both Turner and Zala are going to have less minutes per game this year. Yeah, yeah. Um, the Lou Williams type, I I agree with you. I actually think Lou Williams might repeat in that role. Um, he's really one of those guys who's going to still score a bunch, or he's going to have you know he'll have his random thirty point outing. Dennis Schroeder is the other Lou Williams type I'll go with okay. because he's the backup point guard for Atlanta, and he's going to get a ton of run, ton of run behind. Got it. I mean, I actually think he might he might end up being a better fantasy player than Jeff Teague this year, which is pretty amazing because he's, he's not going to take over as a starter for him. <laughs> That's true. That's and then true. Langston, Gal- Langston Galloway. All right, dude, dude is not good at basketball. I don't care what anyone says. He's not, <laughs> he's not good at basketball. He only got in-depth in. analysis from yeah. McDillard. He not basketball. He he got in because of a ton of injuries with the Knicks and because the team just generally sucking. Um, so. You're going to look at one of these teams that's tank. Yeah, one of these teams that's tanking will will have a random player pop up. But who that random player is, I'm not going to be able to tell you because I had no idea who Langston Galloway was uh, in on October 30th of 2014. But that, that's why you got to read the box scores of the terrible games. Maybe ooh, I've got. Is you're always looking for Langston Galloway? That's the I, lesson to be learned: is who gets the big run on garbage teams? Ken, it I've sounds got, like you got one. I've got a potential Langston Galloway, John Jenkins. For the oh year. yeah, yeah. There you go. He uh, great preseason. Uh, I think he was like top five in the NBA in scoring for the preseason. He he got to start last night because um, Darren Williams and Wes Matthews set out for the Mavs. But John Jenkins, he's the type of guy who, let's say Darren Williams or and Wes Matthews both have injuries, mm-hmm. and then the Mavs just decide to tank. John Jenkins can be a monster. I could see that on his warm-up T-shirt next game. I am this year's Langston Galloway. We'll see if you know the the Mavs let him do that. All right, sir. Well, is it time we, we've jammed in more DFS advice uh, than one would expect? Good work, yeah. sir. All right. Well, let's Should let's be. let's close up shop then. Um, all, right. all right. Thank you for listening to the Rotowire Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by DraftKings.com. Uh, remember, Roto Hoops, use that promo code, get a free entry. Um, check us out on iTunes, Stitcher. Download it for your convenience. Be sure to rate and review us. Um, we'll give you free back rubs if you do. That's that We're carrying that over from last year's show. Um, so and, let, and again, let us know. Give us some feedback. Let us know uh, what you want us to talk about. If you want us to focus on some season-long stuff, you got specific questions as far as daily plays, trades, whatever it may be, shoot them our way on Twitter. Roto, at Roto Shannon. Your, yours is easier to remember than at Ken Kreitz. That's, no one knows how to spell Kreitz. It's C-R-I-T-E-S, by the way. But Twitter doesn't work on your flip phone either, I don't think. <laughs> I have an abacus, actually. And, yeah, I cannot get the tweets through the abacus. But uh, All right, well, hey, let's close uh, today's show with words from legendary Nick and Bulls power forward Charles Oaktree Oakley. He once said, quote, I'm cool with whatever. I'll just keep eating my bread 
sipping my soup and serving my time. But the chicken is going to lay some more eggs one day. Adios, amigos. McDaly and the K-Train are leaving the station. They're going to kill the love of my life. If I don't go back to what I was doing. This Friday. Our line of work is quite brutal and quite ruthless. How far would you go for love? You steal truck, bring it to me. Then you make your money. Is it dangerous? Of course it's dangerous! Nicholas Holt, Felicity Jones, with Ben Kingsley and Anthony Hopkins. All this trouble, all this pain, for love. Collide, in theaters Friday. Rated PG-13, may be inappropriate for children under 13. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.